Hello and welcome to a series of specials of my podcast Helium Talk. I call them the isolation episodes and for these I'm speaking with people from the art world about the current situation we're all facing these days. I just want to know how artists and gallerists from different countries are dealing with being locked down. For this episode I spoke with the artist Ben Vanham in San Francisco. So, so where yeah. are you right now? I'm in my studio in San Francisco, California. My uh, my wife and daughter just woke up probably about 10 minutes ago. So they're in the room next door. So you might hear a little bit of noise from there. But um, yeah, we're we're locked in. <laughs> Not going anywhere for a while like uh, the rest of the world, sadly. Yeah, how are you coping with that? Uh, we're coping pretty well. I'm trying to stay positive. Uh, we do go outside for walks. And we're trying to do our best to keep like what they say here in the U.S. is uh, six feet distance. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, most people are observing that. The only thing I would say uh, with here in San Francisco is that the sidewalks are kind of narrow in our neighborhood. So it's a little difficult to keep that distance when you're trying to pass somebody on the sidewalk sometimes. Mm -hmm. but, but for the most part, everyone... For the most part, everyone's pretty good about that. Uh, aside from going to the grocery store, when yeah. you go to the grocery store, it's a little bit more problematic. But uh, they're still trying to figure that out a little bit now. So uh, it's other than that. I mean, it's it's been okay. It's not been great, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, the same here. It gets um, especially now we have we have springtime or like very early springtime, but it's just clear blue sky. It's the best weather we've had so far this year since last <laughs> week. Basically, it's oh, like no. it's like like nature trying to tell us something. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yesterday was really nice here in San Francisco, uh, and it's it looks like it'll probably be pretty, pretty nice again today. So, but yeah, it's painful to have mm -hmm. to sit inside when the weather's really nice out, but, uh, you know, got to do what we got to do for everybody else. It's, uh, our governor here, here in California recently was on TV saying to just be, you know, don't be selfish as in don't go to the beach with another, you know, 300 people do your best to kind of try to like keep distance and, you know, think, be aware of everybody else's space mm -hmm. also. So, you know, You just opened an exhibition at Hashimoto, right? So just like yeah. a week, yeah. week into this. Brilliant timing. Yeah. yeah. So they closed, yeah. I guess. Yeah, the gallery is closed. Uh, they're by appointment only, but I would even say that, like, I know they've been over there once or twice, but I, I'm not really too concerned about it. I, I'm, I'm basically of the opinion, like, don't worry about it. Don't. Unless it's someone that you know is 100% healthy, don't go over to the gallery. It's mm -hmm. it's it's fine. It's you know there's there's bigger things to to worry about right now. But yeah, my show opened. It's a a dual show with uh, the artist Alex Ziv. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a huge fan of Alex Ziv's work, and he is someone who does uh, primarily painting. But our work, I think, goes together really well, even though the mediums are completely different. We have a lot of similar interests. We also went to the San Francisco Art Institute for art school. Uh, he's a little bit younger than I am. He's about 
say, how old am I? Uh, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> Keep losing track I, already. <laughs> I know it's slipping. Yeah. He's, I think he's like a, maybe 11 or 12 years younger than me, All right. but uh, he's someone who from an artistic standpoint is definitely like already been in the game for a while. So he's, he's kind of weathered the storm a little bit, but yeah, that the, the show is called wherever I may roam. Mm -hmm. It opened, I think March 7th. And then that was on a Saturday. And then let's see within a couple days after that, I think our mayor of San Francisco decided to do the shelter in place which is basically a, a, a lockdown. Yeah. And it's it's my understanding that San Francisco was one of the first cities uh, in the United States to put that into effect, which is a good thing. I think the only flip side to that is that we're probably going to have to extend it because we're, since we are first, then all these other cities have kind of come behind us that we're not going to be able to fully open up until everyone else is safe also mm -hmm. you know what i mean so which is fine but uh yeah so it's kind of bad timing for the gallery opening but people did come to the opening and we were doing our best to wash hands and not be too social within mm -hmm. that respect if that makes any sense <laughs> you were all healthy i mean you and the staff yeah washing water there yeah as far as I know, everyone's still 100% healthy. I've been in contact with Dasha, who mm -hmm. runs the gallery. I've been in contact with Ken Harmon, the owner and director. Um, and then coincidentally, we also just opened a show at the Fort Wayne Museum uh, that, that Ken Harmon created uh, in partnership with Joseph Zimmerman. So that's in, the, that's at, in uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana, which is like in the middle part of the United States. That opened... Uh, God, what is today? Today's Monday. <laughs> I think that opened last week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, that opened last Saturday and the, the museum is, was closed already. So they had already shut the museum down, yeah. but, but, but the good thing was they already got a, they'd all photographed. Mm -hmm. So, and it was a group exhibition so artists like uh, Shepard Ferry, Dennis McNett, Swoon, uh, Michael Reeder, AJ Fossick, me, um, got like five or yeah. like, I think it's like around 11 or 12 artists, pretty solid show, mm -hmm. but unfortunately it opened to nothing, <laughs> yeah. but I think they're going to extend it though, but that's, you know, sign of the times, no big deal. It's fine. Yeah, we got to see how this how this how this pans out. I had we had a show coming up at the gallery on April opening April three with a live concert and everything. It was oh, supposed to be no. pretty big. I am part you know in a in an exhibition in Denmark on April I think end of April, which is also probably not going to happen at least not in that mm -hmm. way. Especially now, even though I mean Denmark is just around the corner from right here. Right. Um, the all all borders are locked, you know. So you. Mm -hmm. you I mean, right now you get still get everything across. I mean, 
except for people with the wrong passport. It's a right. it's a it's a weird scenario when you're just thinking. I mean, we've, we've had this very liberal open border Europe for the last you know decades, and uh, and that went uh, uh, went pretty well. Um, and now this like every country is trying to protect itself, which is everybody understands is not an act of war or anything, but it's just like so weird, you know, sort of. And the and it's getting closer and closer. So right now we're looking. I'm looking with the gallery. I'm looking into the community that we have, like the most one of the most important artists, but the oldest artists we were close, most closest with, and that need most support to find something to do around, you know, April three um, instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's something a lot of galleries are thinking about. But regarding the planned shows, we're just we're just waiting how this pans out, and then everybody's going to find a new schedule somehow, you know. Yeah, I, I think that's exactly what I've been hearing also, and what I've also kind of heard about and i think hashimoto might be doing it it's some type of like uh, virtual tour yeah. so like like if you or like melvin went to the gallery and then i don't know had like a video camera and then it's like the two of you guys mm-hmm. talking about the exhibition talking yeah. about the artwork talking about the artists and then post that online like nothing like not like virtual reality even though that yeah. would be pretty awesome but you know something in within that realm where it's just like you can someone can log on kind of like what we're doing now with the podcast log on to some kind of maybe even like a live feed Mm -hmm. and then i know evan from juxtapose is they're just starting to do that they they had an artist go live with the juxtapose instagram account uh just the other day and doing like a little like watercolor watercolor tutorial Mm -hmm. uh so they're kind of doing these little kind of little little events that and then they'll brought they'll broadcast it live or or record it and then put it up online for people to mm-hmm. see which i think i i think that's an interesting thing to do regardless of us being locked down because just like these like the podcast that you do these interviews for me are always really interesting because i kind of want to know what other people are up to day to day like you know we we see their artwork we see we, th- we know them to an extent from, you know, following them online, uh, on social media, looking at their website, reading their interviews, but to see them uh, in person, like not necessarily in person, but online speaking mm-hmm. uh, and kind of more of like a free form atmosphere, I think is interesting because you get a little bit better feel of who they are and their personality and, and also you know, kind of their studio setup. I'm always interested in people's studio setup. <laughs> uh, mine is is getting cleaned up right now. It's actually uh, still a mess. Like right behind me, you can't see, but the floor is a total mess. So I'm gonna try to finish that up today, hopefully. Yeah, but that's in your that's in your that's in your place, right? So you can you don't have to right. Yeah, I don't have to go anywhere. Which now is kind of like it's. It was a really positive thing having my studio in the back of our apartment. And then uh, when my wife and I had our daughter, Beatrice, it, it became a little problematic because we could definitely use more space, mm-hmm. you know, but then it's also she, she's always running in and out and we and I don't want her to get in here to and grab something that's like dangerous, you know, like a knife blade or something. <laughs> so it's like we're trying to like yeah. be aware of that. But now that we're under like this imposed lockdown, it's good because I don't have to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I like having it in our apartment because I don't like to. 
have to travel of a, a far distance to be able to work and and then that kind of cuts down on that or it allows me to work a little bit longer so mm -hmm. i can just walk down the hallway and work whenever i want to even if it's just for like 20 minutes because you know you're you being a father you know how things are when when your kids are younger it's you, you take any you take 10 minutes if you can get 10 minutes you take five minutes if you can get five minutes you know yeah, yeah we're trying to juggle with that situation here as well i mean my wife and i and our youngest is still living with us melvin is um partly living with us you know partly living with his girlfriend right now they're basically bunkered up at their place um i have no studio at home and not necessarily space to do that at home except for tiny work small works but i'm you know sort of i'm dividing my time up now between so many things anyway for me it's more time i have more work to do now than i actually had before all this because before all this i could be very egoistic and work on my book and work on mm -hmm. my own pieces and melvin was running the gallery and now this setup has changed so much that we're trying to find out how we best as a gallery how we best you know what what do what should we do right now you know so like we're going into the online supporting that and and all these all these things looking con, con, communicating for me is, for example is very important i mean one mm -hmm. of the reasons i'm doing this podcast is because i think it's very interesting for other people to hear what like people like in san francisco or in tokyo or wherever uh they're working in the arts uh community what they um what they do right now you know it's not about mm -hmm. Uh, uh, seeing that artists are, are poor or whatever. It's just a general, I mean, this is my perspective. Right. I come from the art, so I'm talking with artists and gallerists and I don't know, curators and whatever. But uh, trying to do this now on a very regular, I mean, this is like the fourth recording I'm doing in, you know, in a week, um, mm -hmm. trying to come out like every second or third day because things change so fast as, as well, is, is also my own personal curiosity to figure out, find out, you know, how other people thinking right now and having the, the, the great opportunity with the podcast to post it. But there's another element I'm doing right now. I call one of my friends or, you know, people I work with, you know, sort of at least one a day, mm -hmm. just, um, which is something you hardly do otherwise, but it's just so much nicer to call someone and ask, how are you holding up? And just yeah, trying to yeah. figure out how 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 you know how people what people are doing, and that's so great. It's, it's also, I mean, what you just mentioned, you know, like the thing with how can you? Of course, we can't. Not not every gallery, or not all the galleries, can just go and do any virtual shows, and you cannot expect that. Even probably have like ten people that watch that, or have ten mm -hmm. or hundred people. It depends, but it's something that we're thinking about as well. And we said, well, I mean, if Mevin and I do the opening together, because we're family, we can, you know, so we stay together most of the time right. anyway. So we could do this, um, then um, then that could be a nice thing, and we still have time to think about that. But we'll set up my my studio situation is is different because I have the gallery and my studio here in Hamburg, and I can fortunately I can still go to work. I said I can drive with the bike; it's not very far, so I have my space to work there. And now since yesterday, it's clear that we're not on a complete lockdown so that I can still go to my office. But what I cannot do is I cannot go to my studio in the countryside. Because um, Hamburg is a state, it's basically yeah. just a city, but we have six, 16 states in, in, in Germany. Uh, and uh, Schleswig-Holstein is the neighbor state where we have our house uh, in the countryside in the middle of nowhere. Uh, and they mm -hmm. locked out everyone that is not primarily living there. So even though mm -hmm. I have property up there and my studio up there, which is much nicer to work in, where I, last week when I left, I left a lot of things there too. Mm -hmm. And now I'm prohibited from going to my own house and to my own country to my own really? you know that's kind of huh. weird yeah. yeah yeah that is kind of strange i'm yeah. so far like at least here 
in San Francisco, like we are under like a lockdown, but like, yeah. I, you know, I talked to my, my buddy, uh, him and his wife came by yes, like the other day, they, mm -hmm. they're in their car, they parked their car out front of our apartment and I walked out to, to talk to them and, you know, my wife and I, we don't own a car, so we haven't really been out and about in the city that much at all. We've literally just been like in our mm -hmm. neighborhood in the Haight-Ashbury. But my buddy Randy and his wife were like, oh, yeah, there's like a ton of people out at the beach. And I was like, what? <laughs> so it's like San Franciscans, you know, Californians like to be outside all the time because the weather's nice pretty much year round, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's it's kind of like if they were to like lock down each little neighborhood in San Francisco, I think people would revolt mm -hmm. uh, in some fashion. Cause I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a weird thing. It's like we're under a lockdown, but yet people are still out and about as if they're on, on holiday or whatever. Kind, I think not, not entirely, but kind of, you know, I mean, that's, that's what they try to prevent up North in Schleswig Holstein because it's also a holiday state. Like they have coastline and everything. So many uh, people will do their holidays there. And then when the schools closed, I bet a lot of people thought, let's go there and make vacation. Um, right. But that's a different, that's a different thing. I mean, I have a house there that I'm building on yeah. there with my, you know, the, 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 the land that I, that we own as a family, it kind of needs maintaining and needs caretaking. Mm -hmm. When there was a storm, our roof, parts of our roof blew off just before I went there. So you kind of have to always look into it, you know, and, Yeah. It's it will it's also a social experiment, you know. I mean, I understand, I understand all the aspects, but how do we get out of this? As I mean, a lot of people are very positive about, you know, everybody is you know sort of affected. There's no differences between rich or poor, but they are still there and they will still maintain afterwards. People will not be rich that were poor before. It's just a social thing. How do we work closer together? And there are good things that I'm seeing right now, but there's also this. You know, sort of when you start to get too protective locally, you know, and when you say, okay, you from that city, we don't want you here anymore right now, but like in two months, please come back, you know, sort of spend all your money and holiday homes or, you know, sort of please uh, ask local uh, builders to build on your house. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly fine with the whole thing, you know, but I mean, it's just like, will I go and look for contractors now up there? Or will I say, well, oh, now I'm taking contractors from Hamburg. Sorry guys. You know, you know, didn't know oh, right. at that time, but yeah. things like that. I mean, is that, 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 you know, so a lot of aspects that we haven't even thought about, you know, that will come up, yeah. but I mean, let's not get away from, I mean, it's just, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm a little bit pissed that I can't go to that studio right now because it's also so much nice up there, you know, to be there and you have much more space. But, you know, sort of, I mean, we're just, I think we're as a family pretty good at coping with the whole thing, you know. Um, and, uh, but it's the same here, of course, that people went outside before. Now it's only allowed for two people together go outside. Or if you're a family, oh, okay. of course, you can go with your kids. Like if you're, five in your household, you can go out with five people. Um, and um, and I think the atmosphere is something that, I mean, you probably see that the same if you're going outside. And, and uh, as, a, as, a, as an artist, you're also somebody who's, um, you know, sort of kind of looking, I mean, personally, I, for me, a lot of my art is about society and how we, you know, sort of, you know, interact and behave with, you, with each other. It's mm -hmm. a, got a lot of impact in my work. So, I mean, I will not make Corona paintings or woodcuts, but it will definitely influence me a little bit. Do you, do you see anything of that going into your work? Are you also thinking about, I mean, because your work is also political and, mm -hmm. um, I don't know the right word, but it's engaging, you know, or you engaged. Well, you know? I think for me, the, the, 
the initial thought I had was it's I've always tried to have my the art that I do be have a, a strong functional aspect to it. So now looking at our current state of affairs, this idea of like making things that are that are artistic, hopefully artistically inter interesting, but um, almost almost more importantly for me is also the idea of it being functional. It's like utilitarian. You can use it for something. It's like a blanket. It's a jacket. You can wear it, a pillow, um, or maybe even a face mask uh, of some kind at some point. So I think that you know using using the tools that you have to make your artwork but then able to kind of adapt it to what's going on right now, I think is interesting because I've seen online, there's calls, calls out for people that have sewing machines to do this or do that. And I'm starting to look into it a little bit. I haven't made a face mask yet because everything that my wife and I have read from our, from within our government says that if you don't have this one type of face mask, yeah. I think it's like an N95 or something, then it's really not going to do a whole lot for you mm -hmm. so i can't make that particular type of a mask that they're recommending that we have mm -hmm. i can only make something out of cloth and so the, it's like this weird thing you hear one thing is one people say yeah you should wear this mask or and this other kind of site will say no it's not worth it so it's like i i don't i don't know where what which way to go quite yet and I think it's still a little too early to figure that out as far as like, are people going to start producing these cloth masks? Mm -hmm. You know, you don't want to be, you don't want to do that and then that not be the right thing for other people to be wearing. So yeah, I think if, if you're, if you're making this from your perspective as an artist, it can also be a statement. I'll actually yeah. think the mask can be a statement. We see, you see the first people in Germany now starting to wear masks. It's very few people. Mm -hmm. Um, but I've just been thinking because I have a, I have a, I have a, a, a I have a wood shop with all the tools and the equipment. I got masks anyway. Right. And I got, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. also got, also got like really heavily protective masks from spray painting and stuff like that. All the things that I have in my, in my workshop. Um, and I brought some home because I thought maybe it's a good idea when we go shopping, we just wear them, you know, because mm -hmm. it's just also a sign of, um, you know of what's happening now and see how people react to that and make it more make it more common give people more confidence to do that because i'll think also some people will say no i'm not doing this because yeah. it's weird you know and i think this, these things have to become more common now and i know that if you just make it right. from cloth it's probably not being very protective but it's if it's a mask if it's a ben venom mask it's also a statement in a way you know because yeah. you can make the mask can do a statement but yeah i think i think before it was always like fashion over function mm -hmm. i think within the last two weeks it's now starting to more merge to function over fa uh, fashion yeah. so it doesn't really matter what it looks like as long as it is like functional mm -hmm. and that's kind of more where i would where i'm coming from is like i if i were to make some of these i want them to be correctly function functional in the correct way mm -hmm. so i i don't know maybe if what it'd be good to see is it's like, I know there's templates out there, but like you make a, have a template, but then you sh send it to somewhere and then they kind of were able to insert some kind of filter within mm -hmm. the mask or something. Uh, I don't know. I haven't, I, the other, the other thing is it's like, I haven't had a whole lot of time in the studio since this all started, even though we've been stuck in our apartment, mainly because we've both just been keeping an eye on our two-year-old daughter just cause uh, and it's, 
it's been a little difficult with that just because she can't go to the playground. Yeah. You know, so it's, and we're, and then like, just like everybody else, everyone's routine and their schedule is all of a sudden one day just got completely, Mm -hmm. you know, wiped out and everyone's trying to get onto a new schedule. And so we're still trying to catch up with, within that. So Mm -hmm. I, I only, I have been able to work a little bit, but surprisingly I've had, actually way less time in the studio since this whole thing started sure <laughs> I mean, you get a little, yeah you, we're just you get a kid, you know? exactly yeah. yeah that's that's what changes the whole thing a friend of mine who asked last we were interviewed last week rune christensen from denmark he also has a little little girl now and he kind of they're kind of splitting up their time a little bit and then there's playtime and then there's time in the studio and he's he's right now you know sort of uh producing one work after the other and it's probably also his way of 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 coping with it you know yeah. and and dealing with it for me i've i haven't i have i have started to to make some backgrounds you know and that's just for me this is a very very early very first step of anything i'm do because the final work is in the carving and and in the building because i there's there's no real time to focus and concentrate on that and and it's also like when 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 i'm at home and um and my kid asked me to play something, I, you know, so I, I immediately switched to that because, mm-hmm. you know, just imagine you're small and little and you don't understand the situation, you know. It's just very hard to to comprehend, not, you know, we're walking now, I mean, Maxim is nine years old, so he understands a little bit more, but he's still a little kid. So when you t- explain them how to how to behave in public and how to move right. around people, things like that, you know. Yeah. You, so when, when people looking at him scared, when he comes chasing up, the road with the with the street and good thing is what we just we just went out Maxime and I and we <clears throat> we took his basketball with because he plays basketball. There's no sports at all. All the sports clubs, everything's closed. And, and we, there's one place where there's one hoop outside that you can basically still use because it's not locked down. It's not a playground or anything. And we just went there and. Um, and yeah, people go out of the way of little kids right now because they, you know, sort of they try to find this, which I all understand. It's very hard to explain to those kids. But I mean, if you have a two, two-year-old, right? Or no, it's, yeah, yeah. two-year-old. And your yeah, wife, she works too. Yeah, my wife, so my wife works for an artist. She's the studio manager of an artist okay. that's based here in San Francisco. The studio is closed down uh, in, indefinitely until they until mm-hmm. this clears up. But like she, she is still working from home. She, our, her normal, her normal schedule would be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. She would go into the office, and then Thursday and Friday she would work from home. But now she's just working from home. She has her her work laptop mm-hmm. here. So after we're done with this interview, I'm leaving my studio room, and then she'll come into this room yeah. and then plug in to the because we have like a. The Ethernet cable, and she has it. I have like a desk for her to work in here, mm-hmm. so and she'll try to get some work done. But yeah, it, it's it's a uh, it's a strange thing. So we're like today we're kind of go back and forth, and then she'll work for a while, and then our daughter still does like a two hour nap, and then at that point we will both probably be here in the studio, and I'll because I have to start working on another commission piece that I got long before this all started yeah so i gotta try to do that soon but um yeah you're right sorry go ahead but there's nothing that's can't been canceled or so or so far i mean all the projects the jobs that you well, have yeah so, uh, stuff has been canceled yeah mm-hmm. like yeah 
some some big stuff I had coming up that has and I it hasn't been a hundred percent canceled, but if you know, I if it does go through, it probably won't be for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And which was yeah, it you know, it, it's just how it is. It's no fault of theirs, no fault of mine. It's just no, one no. of those things. But it's still difficult to kind of go through that because at this point now it's I, you know, I like I, I have a I have like two part-time jobs. Hmm. One of them, my boss emailed just the other day, he's like, you everyone should probably file for file for uh, unemployment because mm-hmm. he doesn't know if he's gonna keep, be able to keep the shop opened after two weeks. So I, you know, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to look into that. And then the other part-time job, I'm thinking that they probably just won't hire me back because they're, everyone's just, everyone's just going to shrink mm-hmm. their staff. So, uh, and I don't is, there, think, is that support from the government for artists as well in the United States or is that I mean, yeah, yeah. self-employed no. people? No, right. Not really. I, People will probably disagree with me on this, which is fine. But my my assessment as far as the U- United States has never really supported artists like like what you could get in Europe. Mm-hmm. In my in my opinion, that's been my opinion. Um, not to say that there aren't you know grants and scholarships mm-hmm. and funding you can get. I just think it's it's just different here than in other countries obviously every country is different but as far as like the other the other thing that's going on right now is like our our representatives are trying to figure out what what industries to bail out like the airline industry wants 50 billion dollar bailout the car industry wants some other kajillion dollar bailout Mm -hmm. you know they're trying to dump like all this money into the stock market and i you know i what does that mean for me as like, cause my wife are my wife and I are both artists. We, we both do not work for large companies. Mm-hmm. And so the, right now the U S government is trying to keep these large companies afloat, which literally does nothing for us. The only thing that's kind of come through that has been, been a, that may be beneficial to us is they're going to delay student loan payments Mm-hmm. So we can kind of just delay, like defer that for a few months, but I still have to pay it. Yeah. You know, and then like our taxes are due, were due April 15th, but now they're pushing that back to July 15th. But mm-hmm. yet again, I still have to pay my taxes. So, which is going to be really difficult because if no one's able to go back to work in a month, then like I'm well, I'm way less likely wanting to file my taxes you know it's so i it's these are things that are all all happening literally right now like today these things these decisions are being made so Uh, yeah and also i mean look at the galleries i I don't know i mean they can probably try to sell online but i mean i don't think that you know sort of that is a solution for every gallery and also not in the the amount that we would need right now Plus, you know, galleries like artwork is something you want to go and experience in person yeah. and and see. It's, you know, like a painting by you, like one of your paintings or one of your woodcuts or you you can't you need to appreciate it. It's like it's tactile in some ways. Mm-hmm. Like you need to like kind of yeah. see all angles and 
but I, I know that museums are definitely moving towards these like virtual reality tours at some point. Like that's already been happening. Yeah. So, which is interesting, but you still need, it's still good to go to the institution, go to the museum and totally. actually walk through yourself. So it's, it's, it's definitely strange times, but I think that people will, you know, well, we have no choice but to adapt. Mm-hmm. So it's just the, other, the one way I was look, I was thinking about it the other day for, for people like us if within the art, within the art world is, you know, it's just another way to adapt. It's, you know, we just kind of move towards a different kind of model is mm-hmm. uh, how we produce work, how we sell work, how we, you know, how we, how we operate as artists, how we look at the world. It's, it's just another change, mm-hmm. which, which unfortunately, I don't want to say I welcome that change because it's come from a kind of a pretty very bad place yeah but i know what you mean yeah a horrible virus that's uh, affecting the world so it's 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 kind of it's i have mixed emotions about it yeah Uh, you know but i mean it's the thing is that i mean sales in the art market except for maybe the upper one percent galleries and the big fairs and everything it's uh, that's um that has you know sort of that has hasn't been as good as before 2008 since basically before right. 2008 yeah. uh, and there have been people looking including me looking for new models and different models and i had a very very tough time with helium cowboy after that i think in 2010 i had to let go of my last employee at helium cowboy we didn't do we had still to do one fair in that year but um that we couldn't cancel and couldn't get out of um but it after that everything just went you know sort of down the drain and it was very very hard and i you know sort of i've basically been looking into the eyes of bankruptcy with helium cowboy for a long time uh, and always fighting and trying to keep this up and sometimes you know my wife was saying who exactly are doing this for you know all these artists you know are you sure are you sure about that you know where's what yeah. is where does your social commitment comes from just you know start to look for yourself and into your own stuff and stuff like that but basically you know sort of I, you know i i, I love this so much that i that i fought and now i'm just basically you know for a few years i'm back on my feet and it's going back but i'm still trying to figure out how to actually make money with this and are there different ways so if if this you know sort of will help to clean the clean up the market a little bit you know sort of make the the oversaturation that we're also suffering under um sort of get, get maybe get more focused again but also and I think this is not about the artists that should change or the galleries that necessarily should change. A little bit, yes. But I think it's about clients. We need different clients. We need clients that are convinced to buy online when they see something that they like. Mm-hmm. And it had been a buyer's market for so many years that if if you go out there, and I mean, with Helium Cover, we've been showing artwork that you cannot get anywhere else and that mm-hmm. was highly sought after before. And and you know that yourselves, I mean, your strongest works will always kind of sell, but now there's a mark where we can, people can go to the gallery and say, let me think about that, you know? And, mm-hmm. if, you know, sort of, and then they think about it for three months maybe, sometimes, you know? Yeah. And, and that's the time span that can decide about, you know, a gallery closing and uh, an artist deciding to do something else. So I think maybe if these things, and now, I mean, it's not a main focus, but maybe if people now say, okay, I want to buy this work because this is just the way to do it because mailing, everything still works. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm offering this to people. If you buy a piece of work now, I go to the gallery, we wrap it up, we ship it out. It might take mm -hmm. a few days longer, but I mean, still. And so maybe we can work on that a little bit, you know? And yeah. Um, but I mean, uh, Hashimoto, they, they are, I think they're pretty well set up in regards to the online and. Um, yeah, um, I mean, and, yeah, they have like an artsy page, but you have an artsy page. Too. I canceled that. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah, perfect timing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I canceled it last year because I wanted to have the marketplace, online marketplace in-house again because I always felt more comfortable with that and much better. And I've been looking for systems to change that. And then all this happened and uh, all we got online at Helium Cowboy are PDF portfolios of the artwork that we currently have there. But we're changing this this week um, yeah. and over the next two weeks. And then we're back in action, but not with Artsy. Artsy is too expensive and it's just yeah. it's also a victim of the oversaturation of the market. It's like every gallery and so many galleries are on there now. And also... Seriously, I would love to send around the 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 email that the CEO of Artsy sent around last year to calm the whole market and the, all the industry and all the galleries down. But all he's talking about the measurements of Artsy are to make Art Basel more visible, the large art fairs. They recommended artists that have already at the top of their careers. They are talking about galleries like Hauser and Verd and Gagosian. They're not talking about Hashimoto. They're not talking about Afterforce Gallery in Hamburg. It's like it's not their market. We're not bringing enough money yeah. in there. It's like we don't have the volume. We pay the lowest fee for this just to be present. We're just prisoners of 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 this kind of commercial concept. And then we then we say, oh great, oh we just saw the work to the United States. That's pretty cool. And maybe we cover our costs. But I'm not in this business to cover my costs. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, who goes to work to cover his cost? Mm -hmm. You know. So that's just bullshit. And so that for me, that was a decision because, you know, sort of when we started with Artsy, we were one of very few galleries in Germany. We were the first gallery in Hamburg to be on that platform. And then it kind of still worked. Also, we were probably one of three galleries in, 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 in the world having Victor Castillo on there. And I was like 20. Uh, it's like every artist, like a young artist that is very popular right now, Jordi Kerbeck, for example. Uh, we that is like I think 20, 30 galleries in the world are offering his works, and then you can go around and say, okay, where's the cheapest one? What's the best one? What's the closest one? And things like that. And I think it's more about personalizing it again a little bit for me. But I mean, just just me thinking about it. You know? No, I think that's a fair assessment. The 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 thing I, about artsy, like what you're saying, it's like one artist has like 20 galleries with them online. Like, yeah, if I go onto my artsy page and look, it's like this gallery is offering the same artwork that this other gallery is. It doesn't yeah. like, it, does, it It needs to be like cleaned out somehow. Yeah. You know, it's like you could buy a piece from me from this gallery, or you could buy the exact same piece from another gallery that might be in another country. So what, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, but I mean, that's that's just simply what, what happens, you know? I mean, you get yeah, work yeah. for an exhibition that's been with a gallery in the States. Uh, I get this work, we put it we, we put it on Artsy, and then I see it's there three times. It's still with Jonathan yeah. Levine, it's still with Mary Kanofsky. Um, yeah. It's maybe with a gallery in Italy. Uh, but actually, guys, it's here with us, you know? And yeah, yeah. so it's very confusing, of course. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's they need to clean that part out. Yeah. But I, I think you speaking about more kind of just keeping it more in house. That just means you have more control over it, which is always mm -hmm. a good thing. I think if you just keep re releasing more and more of your control over how you run things, then you're not going to be able to do what you want to do <clears throat> when you want to do it. And that's that can always be problematic, especially from a business model 
mm-hmm. aspect too. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Also, I mean, uh, this is the thing is that we were in a transition phase right now, where also Melvin was taking more and more and more. Um, so now, of course, we're in a phase where we have to work very closely again. It's me in the driver's seat, uh, more or less again, because I have all the experience, and uh, so I'm, I'm still the CEO of the company in a way. So we're just kind of s- going through this together. And but you know, so it's about enabling him or enabling your staff you know sort of to be able to work with all these things and elements and and the way we did this with artsy and with other things that didn't that was not really as, as i said it's better for artsy than for my staff or for me as a ceo and with, yeah. this is with a lot of things i mean it's you've seen this in social media i mean i don't know how important facebook is still for you i mean you know I mean, yeah yeah, I guess <laughs> I, I, I post on it like periodically, and yeah. yeah, but it's like it's you know, so it's not it's not helpful anymore. In the beginning, it was good, you know, you should send out invitations and people will actually come. They click on there, that they would come, but now it's just yeah, not so much anymore. Yeah, yeah, so, and um, and now we're all doing Instagram, and um, right. which is owned, which is owned by Facebook. So <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, it's just another way to 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 do it, and. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I think a strong website and strong online presence also. I mean, it, it, the art will always be uh, a business where you interact with few directly that actually make the business. Right. I mean, you can have 100,000 followers on Instagram. Probably 50 are buyers, are clients, are real clients. Right. Yeah, it's, it's like quantity over quality. You want to try to move the quality up with the quantity yeah. you can. And it's kind of more speaking to what you're you're talking about is just kind of this idea of like obviously this is the worst time to bring this up, but like <laughs> personal contact with people, you know, <laughs> like a in-person conversation, which obviously we can't have in mm-hmm. the current state of affairs, but like you know, going to the gallery, going to the artist studio, or if you can't doing a podcast where it's like a one-on-one you're in Germany, I'm in the United States, like things like Mm -hmm. this are important to have that kind of more close interaction with people as opposed to just like throwing an image out there and, you know, hoping that someone takes the bait, you know, it's more about like, Oh, well, I want to go speak with this person. I'm going to go talk to them. Not just like diarrhea of whatever out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I, yeah, it's. I think the social media thing is like a another weird kind of tool to navigate in that respect. Uh, it's it's just like a strange. You can it can be beneficial and it can be not beneficial sometimes. So, do you have uh, strong online sales with the galleries you work with or personally? I mean, I mean, you also you just said you also have like. Uh, um, items people can actually use like clothing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Is that, you know, is that something that can keep I, you afloat now? I have no idea. I, my honest answer to your question is I, I'm not sure. I, mm-hmm. I really don't know if it can keep me afloat moving forward. Uh, I would say that as concerning online sales through galleries, I'm not like, I don't know the exact percentage. Like like how much yeah. of my artwork is being sold via like artsy or via this. I do know I have had a few sales that came through artsy via a gallery, but I don't know what the percentage of that necessarily is more in the last like year or two. I've been doing a lot of commissions. So that probably came from people seeing like most likely 
came from mm-hmm. people seeing my stuff online yeah. and then they contacted me directly. And then I, as a commission based piece, like that was, that's been happening in the last like two years. I've mm-hmm. So, but moving forward, I have no idea at this point. I think, I think everyone's in a holding pattern mm-hmm. as far as like what they want done. Like, uh, concerning buying artwork or concerning commissioning just because, you know, if they're going to commission something for a restaurant or, a, or a business like that business might not still be opening or it might have to be closed in one or two months. So I, th- I think things are going to get unfortunately pretty interesting come the summer for mm-hmm. everybody. I mean, they're already talking about postponing the Olympics, which I think they're going to have to. Yeah, they're going to have to do that. No, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. They canceled the European Football Championship. You know, um, they did. Hey, I mean, look, look at Liverpool. You got if you're yeah. a Liverpool fan, you're you're yeah. just kicking yourself right now. I mean, Jurgen Klopp has got to be beside himself at this point. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know the Bundesliga was getting pretty competitive. Uh, fi- finally, you know, Borussia Dortmund. And Borussia Mönchengladbach are coming up on on Bayern Munich, mm-hmm. uh, so I'm disappointed. You know, Hamburg, you guys got knocked down back to the below league. No, but, no, no, um, no, no, no. There's a Hamburg. There are two yeah. teams. I'm the team that's has been in the second division most of its time. It's St. Pauli, and we were yeah. pretty, you know, making fun of the other team, HSV, and we won. <laughs> we won both. I mean, it's for them. It's the second season that they're in the second division in the whole yeah. existence of the club. Last year they went yeah. down, and this year, this season, we both we won both games. The game at home in our stadium mm-hmm. and then the the way game at their stadium we won them both so we're oh, like nice. we're calling outside ourselves uh, city champions um, <laughs> so, but but our season was just it was just very mediocre and it was t- yeah. partly pretty bad as well except for you know like these two wins uh and a few others but we were just picking up we're starting to pick up and we're starting to get a run going and getting team uh, uh, players back that were injured for a long time and so but it's from from it's very it's it's very i mean i'm a very i mean i'm very amazed by your knowledge of the german bundesliga you know in america probably not very not very common you know yeah. um um, heads off to that, but it's uh, Mevin and I were were avid uh, followers of the NBA, you know. So oh, yeah. usually yeah. we 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 talk about sports every day, and we watch all the game, and not all the games, watch a lot of games, basketball, and of course uh, football in Europe and in Germany mm-hmm. and St. Pauli, and we just like, what should we talk about? You know what Melvin did. Because I mean, he's a he's a he's a bots junkie, not just himself being a basketball player, but also like watching it and following it all up. Uh, he just started to watch the the 2010-2011 championship of the Dallas Mavericks again, the finals. Um, just you know, so to have that basketball atmosphere in the background, even though. Oh, we're right. <laughs> Yeah, we do. So, so yeah, that's that's something. I mean, everybody copes with this differently. Do you have any recommendations or suggestions for for other artists um, that are you know probably more insecure? So, so I know that like uh, I think Evan from Juxtapose was trying to put out something about like uh, you know documentaries to watch. I think they probably put that up on their site. You know, I, one of my favorite documentaries, like, and it's within my friend group was painters painting it's like a bunch Mm -hmm. of uh, painters talk like andy warhol's in that and you know it's released many years ago but it's pretty funny 
it's kind of funny to watch now because you know they're a lot of them are so full of themselves and they're just like smoking a cigarette in their studio this massive new york studio just talking just tons of shit like i don't even like (laughs) you know yeah maybe 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 i'll go and put another little dab of paint here later i I don't know you're like oh god (laughs) it's it's pretty good it's pretty good yeah yeah, everyone's got a lot of time on their hands uh you know watch uh some good. Do- I'm I'm a big fan of documentaries. So and mm-hmm. I also listen. I also listen to a ton of podcasts. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of good podcasts out there. I kind of got addicted to true crime podcasts, yeah. which is kind of dark. But uh, <laughs> but uh, one of the best ones for I think one of the best all time podcasts, especially for creatives, is called TED Talks, which you probably are aware mm-hmm. of, like T E D TED Talks. Yeah. Uh, so technology, I think it's technology, education, design. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's pretty good. And when you were just saying f- films, documentary is not a documentary, but there was this great movie about Jackson Pollock. It's been a while, but that was an amazing film. I just, you know, I, I look it up. I put it in the show notes mm-hmm. of this podcast. So, I mean, yeah, that was that was that was really really great uh, film about no, Pollock, about that no, time as well. Netflix has one with like Gerhard Richter, which is, I actually think it's kind of funny too, because he shows up to the studio one day. He's like, it is not happening. He's like, I can't, I will come back later. It's like, Pfft. yeah, dude, like, yeah, no. I know. I you have that luxury, pal. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I mean, it's, it's for artists. I mean, for as an artist, I think it's always nice to get this kind of perspective on, uh, yeah. on, on how artists have worked in a time when it was, I mean, this is only, you know, so very famous artists that have a little bit of documentation that actually yeah. real time documentation. Now, all of us, if we would collect all the videos and all the stories on Instagram and all the images and everything, I mean, we can make a documentary every three weeks, basically. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's a different time. But yeah, that's true. All right, my friend, I'm, um, I'm happy you could make this. Yeah, thank you for being flexible and and of course having me on again. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, recommendation also to listen to the first one last from last year, right? That um, oh yeah, there <laughs> different circum different circumstances, and um, yeah, but it's good talking to you. And I hope you just you know stay safe with your family and everything. And then I don't know, maybe next year I can come out to San Francisco and um, and we can have a beer together in public oh. in, a pa- in a bar. And well, are so. you are you drinking beer that has alcohol in it now? Because like last time we did our interview, you're drinking non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, because of the time of the day, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> it's no, I still I do drink beer with alcohol. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no. have a beer. You're yeah. welcome. You're welcome to San Francisco anytime. Please come. Please all come right. visit. Um, and uh, please be safe, all you and all your family. And uh, yeah, and thank you again for all the support. And and again, thank you for having me on the podcast and uh and sending me all that stuff oh hold on one second oh yeah right. I, can, I can find it yeah i sent i sent ben some t-shirts last year from all right from helium Kawa. yeah 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 that's a good one <laughs> so i posted this online and i got a ton of comments like about yeah. from from this which i thought was pretty cool that heavy metal uh, t-shirt from our five-year anniversary show yeah. in 2008 or so yeah yeah king drips was the artist who did that yeah yeah that's good you know so you got time to work with those things now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> all right my friend um i hope to talk soon and um 
keep me updated on things and uh yeah stay stay healthy be safe thank you again well thank you for listening today i will be back with more talks shortly if you have any questions for me or my guests, I'm happy to hear them all. Just send me a mail to hello at heliumtalk.com or a direct message on my Instagram at heliumcowboy. Stay safe and healthy and take good care of everyone around you. Helium Talk.